0: Believe it or not, there's over 14,000 people in our three-county area that uh, that qualify for our services. Our services are low-income, which is a very generous poverty rate uh, formula, and uh, uninsured, 14,000. And uh, every day they get up scared. They have a lot of fear. And the sure. fear is, what if I get sick today? What if I get hurt today? What am I going to do?
1: You're listening to Further Together, the O-R-A-U podcast. Join Michael Holtz and his guests for conversations about all things ORAU. They'll talk about ORAU's storied history, our impact on an ever-changing world, our innovative scientific and technical solutions for our customers, and our commitment to the communities where we do business. Welcome to Further Together,
2: the ORAU Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Further Together, the ORU Podcast. I am your host, as always, Michael Holtz in the Communications and Marketing Department here at OREU, and I am excited for a number of reasons um, about today's episode. I am talking to Billy Edmonds, the Executive Director of the Free Medical Clinic of Oak Ridge, and Ashley Golden. One of my OREU colleagues who is also on the board of the Free Medical Clinic of Oak Ridge, Billy and Ashley, welcome to Further Together. Ashley, for you, it's welcome back to Further Together.
0: This is great. Thank you so much, Michael.
2: Absolutely. My pleasure to um, have you here. Billy and Ashley, if you would just very quickly tell us a little bit about who you are.
0: Yeah, I'm the sure. executive director of Free Medical Clinic. Uh, I have uh, over 35 years of experience with humanitarian work around the world. I've been in 42 countries, have led over 100,000 volunteers uh, into those areas, and have raised over 135 million dollars uh, to just give away to people in need around the world. Uh, I was the chief uh, development officer for Stan Brock, the Mutual of Omaha okay. Wall Kingdom guy at Remote Area Medical for five years and uh, it's just an honor to be back in my own backyard helping people in need and, and seeing how we can give access to to primary care to those who just don't have it and so it's just an honor to be here we're really excited to have the leadership like ashley on our board and ashley thank you so much for all you do as a board member
3: well it's my pleasure billy i'm so happy to have this opportunity I'm um, Ashley Golden. I'm the Director of Health Studies in our Oak Ridge Institute for Science and Education, which we manage on behalf of the Department of Energy at ORAU in Oak Ridge. I've been working in Oak Ridge for nearly 10 years now, and a couple of years ago decided that it was time for me to, to get involved in the community where, where, I, where I live, where I work, and to try to bring some of my expertise in the area of health to to bear and and one of the charitable agencies that we have so many wonderful ones, but I just didn't find the right one. Kept looking, kept looking for a couple of years. Pam Boni, our director of communication marketing at ORU, uh, would send me things. I'd take a look at them and say, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the best fit for me. And then uh, late last fall, I guess it was, she sent me said, hey, the Free Medical Clinic of Oak Ridge is looking for a board member. How does this one feel? And I'm like, yep, this is it. It's the fit I've been looking for. So I'm in my first year just getting getting started, still learning a lot, but so impressed by everything I have seen and heard so far and just really excited and feel very blessed to, to be able to try to help out and support this wonderful organization, which Uh, we're gonna talk more about on this podcast today.
2: Absolutely, I am thrilled to have you both here. Um, We talked before we got started that um, the work of the Free Medical Clinic and other organizations like the Free Medical Clinic of Oak Ridge is, you know, uh, important from from a heart perspective for me as a cancer patient, as a cancer advocate, um, health equity is such a critical issue um, really for everybody these days and Billy I know that what the free medical clinic of Oak Ridge does is help close some of that gap in health equity that you know it doesn't matter um you know it shouldn't matter where you live who you are what you look like what your insurance status is um you know all of those things whether you have access to health care and the free medical clinic of Oak Ridge provides Medical care, primary medical care for people who are uninsured, um, underinsured, all of those things. So talk about what the clinic does for people
0: in the community. You know, there's, believe it or not, there's over 14,000 people in our three-county area that that qualify for our services. Our services are low income, which is a very generous poverty rate uh, formula, and uh, uninsured. 14,000. And uh, every day they get up scared. They have a lot of fear. And the sure. fear is, what if I get sick today? What if I get hurt today? What am I going to do? And so really the the solution uh, is the free medical clinic because we have no charge primary care. It means that when they come in, there's never a bill we don't ask to make a copy of your insurance and say, here's your copay or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But you know, incredible donors like those who are listening and Ashley uh, the volunteer on the board and 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 she donates and others are donating uh that's how we pay for the bill it costs us about $125 per patient to to provide over $600 worth of medical care since January of this year to now we've seen uh for the first 6 months 3617 patient appointments that's over 2.2 million dollars of value of care that we've just given away because we want to help these people you know that fear and that of being sick or being injured is something that we have a very difficult time grasping, uh, of what does that really feel like? But COVID-19 gave us all that scare. Yes. When COVID-19 started, I was afraid. What if I get it and I have health insurance, there was no, there was no therapy. There was no vaccine. They didn't know the seriousness of the consequence. If you were going to get it, You heard people being hospitalized. I've had family members die of COVID-19 prior to the vaccine even. And for the first time, I think everyone realized that COVID-19 did make that level ground for health health equity. Uh, But it also highlighted health disparities because as we started tracking even the COVID-19 vaccine, even just as one component of health access, it showed us that the minority communities and even some of the rural communities were not being served very well and so uh, that's even give us a more drive a passion to bring the solutions we have we really want to stop the fear we want to stop people being afraid of living their lives if they're going to get sick or injured because a lot of our families and we all know what the economy is right now The economy is even t- tougher but it's hitting the lower income people i mean if gas right. pr- gas prices go up i may go to oak ridge instead of Knoxville for a restaurant but if gas prices go up for some of the low income you know, it hits them big time. And right. so what we're trying to do is to say, hey, people don't have to live in that fear because we are here to serve them. And so it's, it's, it's a podcast like this that help us raise the awareness that we are here. If you have a need, and there's even part-time workers, a lot of our clients, a lot of our patients, they're not lazy people. And these are not people wanting to game the system. These are people who do not qualify for care right. Mm-hmm. right because they make a little bit too much money but they don't make enough money to go buy their own insurance. Mm-hmm. And then some of them are working two or three part-time jobs. These are people who are very, they're, they're very hard workers. They just don't have access to care. And I, I, you know, as we talk, I'll give you a couple examples that are just mind blowing of some of the people that we've been able to help. So that's, that's kind of what we do. And that big thing is, you know what, we don't want those 14,000 people in our own area, our own backyard, some even our neighbors uh, living in fear.
2: And our neighbors, we may not even even know it, that, you know, we have those neighbors who are working those two or three part-time jobs and they don't have insurance and they probably have kids. And, you know, I mean, all of those things. And like you said, there's this fear of what if today's the day I get sick? What if today is the day I get injured on the job? I'm not covered. What happens then? Mm -hmm. Ashley, you're on the board. Um, Yes. You have I know you have a background in epidemiology and and um, health. Let's talk about what the mission means to you um, for what the free medical clinic of Oak Ridge does.
3: yeah, it's it's just what Billy was and you were saying, that's what struck me the most, I think, about this mission is that it is so localized. It is right here in our community, you know in Anderson and Rome counties, you know, in Harriman and Bryceville, and Oak Ridge and there are many there are many other organizations that do a lot of wonderful work and support that are broader that are that don't have that local focus and so to me that was really special because you know not only are the people in need our neighbors but the volunteers are also our friends and our neighbors and our coworkers and and i think that creates the sense of community and that that sense of safe space that people do need to say it's okay to ask for some help it's okay to ask you know to to help me get through this difficult time to help me fill in this gap of coverage in between employers or in between um you know the ability to make certain payments when you're having to che- make hard decisions about you know are we buying a tank of gas this week and or, or are we buying groceries and so forth so um, that to me was what really uh, impressed upon me that I should try to be more involved with something that's really that I know is local, that I know the funds are going directly to helping the people that I smile at and say hi to in the grocery store uh, every day. And so that's why I really wanted to be involved. And like I said, it's still early. It's only been a couple of months, but sure. um, I am on the the medical side. Uh, task group that we have, and so we've already started talking about some specific things, looking at some of the grants. They really, Billy has done an amazing job going identifying and going after some community and federal grants to help support the clinic, and that's really the only way the clinic can, can meet its mission, um, is to have gen- the generosity of donors and then also these, these, these grants that are available to not-for-profits. And so, I also have a little bit of that in my background doing some <laughs> grant work. Uh, sure. so i'm I'm really hoping to try to help Billy and his team out with uh, helping identify potential grants and and providing data or information, whatever's needed to apply for those um, where they meet, you know, where they are synergistic with the mission um that we're trying to to go for here. And so, it's been really exciting. I'll tell you, my favorite part was going to visit the, the clinic in Bryceville, and being able to see for myself. I'd never been to Bryceville before, but to see how why I could understand some of those the folks who live there may feel isolated, you know, just from a geographic standpoint, from an accessibility standpoint, and the clinic that's up there is is, is a wonderful clinic. has some really high tech telemedicine technology, awesome. like really great stuff that was uh, purchased through a grant. So I felt like that was really exciting to me. Like, oh, yes, I want to help do more of this, have access in the community, um, not where they have to drive to Knoxville or drive to Oak Ridge even, that it's there in their community, the volunteers or people they know to help, like Billy said, try to reduce some of the fear, some of the stigma maybe associated with seeking um, care and the importance of primary care for for well-being um and for addressing health inequities. So um that's kind of my quick little what I'd like to do as a board member since i, like I said, it's been pretty a uh, short period so far. but I guess my first goal is, you know, we have a fundraiser going on right now, the Let's annual fundraiser, that, yeah. yeah, so which is kind of what got this started. Uh, and um, we've asked each of our board members, including myself, to, to set a goal and to work towards that goal over this two-week period, and um, that goal is $5,000. It's very achievable, um, but we need help, so that's why I wanted to talk to you today and try to get the word out, raise the awareness of the good work that's being done all year long, but especially now when, when we really need to work on, you know, helping The clinic has sustainability through funds, through donations, so that these wonderful programs that Billy's talked about uh, can continue.
2: Absolutely, we're going to put the link to your fundraiser in the description for this episode. So everybody, go and make a donation to the Free Medical Clinic of Upgrades through Ashley's fundraiser. Um, The work that you do, Billy, is so important. I mean, you said. In the three-county area that you serve, there are 14,000 people who are eligible. Now, for folks who are listening, Tennessee has 95 counties. Imagine that need across 95 counties, right? The need is great um, because of 10 care and the need for you know Medicaid expansion in our state, there are a lot of people who fall in the coverage gap. Free Medical Clinic of Oak Ridge is working to fill that gap. And um, Billy, you mentioned a little earlier there, you know, there are people you know, there are patients that you come to know. Tell us about who some of those people are.
0: Yeah, incredible people. Just really challenge us with their courage and how they're living life really in a survival mode when it comes to their health. Um, you know, we we offer at every one of our clinics, the three clinics that's been mentioned, anything that you would go, you would have at your clinic. So imagine going to one of the Covenant Clinics, who's an incredible partner of ours, and it was a primary care unit. Anything that you can get there, you can get here. We have incredible doctors, uh, Dr. James Michael, who's renowned cardiologist for the state of Tennessee. He's one of our providers. Dr. J- uh, James Henry, who was over the ER for 30 years at the Oak Ridge Medical Medicine Center, he's one of our providers. We, uh, Dr. Ken Luckman, who's a, who's a well-known uh, gastrologist, uh, is uh, head of our hep C program. So it's incredible the, the resources we have. Uh, you know, uh, Ashley was talking about the cutting-edge virtual uh, technology in Bryceville. that was a grant through the United Way of Anderson County with Naomi. Uh, you have Roane State Community College Tcat who all help us make sure that we we serve populations. So it's we're just one component of many in our community that's making a difference. Uh, but our 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 little role uh, of meeting uh, health access in the community is so vital because we're the only ones doing it. Right. If if, if someone gets sick and they don't have insurance and they can't afford care. There's no other place for them to go. We are we're the only nonprofit that meets that specific needs. You say, well, they could go to the hospital and they have to meet them by law. You know, one of the things that we do, it's kind of a it's kind of a secondary objective. We alleviate the area hospitals, emergency rooms, by making sure they're focused on urgent care Mm -hmm. and letting us focus on primary care. Uh, you know, right now, if you go to the emergency room, they're backed up. They have staffing issues in the medical field. You know, our staffing, our the staffing uh, the, in the medical world has have given so much over the last two and a half years with COVID. They're just burnt out. They're tired. And Absolutely. there's this competition inside the industry that's making it very difficult uh, for that. But these are the kind of stories that, that I'd love to share. Uh, I'll, I'll share one from Bridesville that was pretty amazing. We provided a, a 76 COVID-19 community events for the very first time because we were talking earlier about how COVID-19 leveled that field of health equity Absolutely. and everyone being in the same boat, everybody feeling that same fear that we went out for the first time and went outside of our clinic and did uh, community events. Thousands of vaccines, thousands of testing. Uh, we went to Briceville, our first time in Briceville. Uh, we were partnering with the Briceville uh, Elementary School across the street. Our very first patient walk, walked in. They didn't drive. They walked in. And, um, got, it was about 103 degrees. It's very hot and, uh, they have to wait 15 minutes, um, you know, after they get the vaccine and right. somebody asked him, how far did you walk? He said, three miles. Now I'm a country boy. I know when somebody says three miles, it may not be three miles. You know, it probably felt I'm a, I'm a big guy too. I'm a little overweight and three miles, you know, I'd feel like I walked three miles if I walk across the other side of the clinic. And so I thought, well, maybe this guy's didn't really walk three miles. But my concern was is that if we had him there waiting for 15 minutes to see if he had a reaction and he was walking three miles, in 103 degree weather, he was up in age. I thought, right. what if this guy has an episode walking home? So I said, um, mention his name. I said, can I drive you home? I'd love to drive you home. And in fact, when you come back for your second shot, we'll pick you up. You don't have to right. walk anymore. So I, I said, get in the car. We got in the car, gave him some, some snacks and stuff and a drink. And let me tell you, It was three long country miles. I mean, it took us a while to get to his house. And I said, why did you walk today? Why was it so, so important to you to walk today? He said, I always said that if the vaccine was close enough for me to walk, I'd go get it. I don't have a car. It's never been this close. And guys, this was months after the vaccine had been out. And he walked, he was in his early seventies. He walked three miles one way. was willing to walk three miles back just to get that one vaccine.
3: On that's a lonely embr- country that's road. lonely Central country road.
0: road on the curves in fact but we passed five different bridges I mean this was a long walk right. uh, and and so it was one of those things recently we had someone come in uh, that was and, and Ashley actually heard this story from the provider Monday night at our board meeting came in they were real real scared about their health uh, they had never been registered as a patient before and um, they you could tell they were scared. They were scared. You know how you are when you feel like something's wrong, and I don't know what it is, but it's scaring me yep. to death. So, something's wrong. And, yep. and we did not really have space to see them um, in our schedule, but we made space because we could tell it was it was something that was really pressing. Uh, so we sent him to Dr. Ken Luckman, uh, and like I said, he's one of our key uh, guys over the Hep C program. Uh, he's an incredible gastroenterologist, and and so he saw him. He said, "You know what? This guy needs to go to the hospital right now." Um, and so, you know, if he'd went on his own, that'd been one thing, but we have a partnership with covenant, right? Ken made a call. Dr. Lutman made a call and said, Hey, let me tell you, I'm sending this guy over right now. This is what I want you to do with him. Here's what needs to be done. And that man was in surgery in three hours. Wow. Saved his His life. life. The things we're doing when you deal with primary care, it's the it's the the front runner of preventive care. It's the front runner of catching serious health issues, whether it be diabetes, whether it be blood pressure, you know, be heart attacks, strokes. Uh, You know, we have a Hep C program that's just amazing, 100% cure rate. You know, I didn't know there was a cure for Hep C till just recently when I came to this job because it actually evolved over the last two or three years. Mm -hmm. We're the only one out of four in the state that are qualified to do these programs. Let me give you an idea of what this costs. Michael, if you walked in, or actually, if you walked in and you had Hep C and you needed the treatment, your insurance would have to cover almost $60,000 worth of the, uh, of, of the treatment. Wow. And they may not cover all of it, right. because that's what it takes. That's the cost for the medicine. That's the cost for the treatment. And in three months, you're healed from Hep C. We only have to pay $250 for discounted lab work dealing with Hep, hep B. Um, that, that is connected to the Hep C program. And and that $250 translates into $60,000 worth of medical care. We can. See, so, I'm, so listen, when you're supporting Ashley, first of all, it's someone that you all know. It's someone that's a part of this organization. CC's behind the scenes. She sees the financial reporting. She sees everything that's going on in the future. And let me tell you, it's an exciting time to be at Free Medical Clinic. We've got that's some amazing. things that we would just love to tell you about that's coming up, uh, but we're we're serious about doing, you know, we wanna be a community champion in, in the medical area. And we are very serious about changing the status of the health disparities in our minority and rural communities. So that gives you a little background of, of uh, some of our patients.
2: Absolutely, and you know, for those of us who are listening, who have health insurance, who have access to primary care, imagine what your life would be like without it. Hmm that's what these fourteen thousand people are dealing with every single day Mm. and free medical clinic of oak ridge is there to bridge the gap they're standing in the gap for these people ashley is standing in the gap for this community as a member of their board of directors ashley talk once again about your fundraiser and your goal and um, why it's important for people to support what you're doing
3: yeah, absolutely. You know, I think Lily gave some really powerful examples. I also really particularly enjoy all of the cancer screening uh, programs that, that, that the clinic offers for, you know, breast cancer, for colon cancer, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, for lung cancer, low dose CTs for lung cancer. That is incredibly expensive or can be incredibly expensive. Absolutely so much so that many primary care physicians, even when you have insurance, don't want to necessarily order those tests or, you know, we all are familiar with the requirements or restrictions around having access to these cancer screening programs. So, you know, having this additional um, resource, this ability to, to get those out into the community, like he was saying, the preventative care side of what we can do for those who are underserved, um, across our community who are in the minority uh, rural areas, uh, to me is just, you know, what what better way could I give back to the community that has blessed me with a job I love, with a company that I think is just outstanding and all the things we do to um, support uh, our role in the community and Oak Ridge and, and our other locations. so to me, it's just, it's such a blessing to know that there are good people and good things out there. And it's just a matter of knowing how and and where to support those and feel like you can make a difference. And I can tell you with the, the free medical clinic of Oak Ridge and its associated clinics and, and, and programs, it really does make a difference. I said, and, and, my the, my personal social media posts I made that I vouch <laughs> for every single aspect yep. that, that every single dollar, if that's all you can donate, that's okay, because that dollar is going to go help someone. Mm-hmm. And the cost efficiency that they've been able to achieve through their grant programs is just incredible. Billy described some of those. As a budget manager myself, I understand the, the difficulties there can be, but I'm just so impressed with how well they do this and stretch every single dollar, every single penny to its absolute limit to get the most of it. So um, like I said, we're doing a fundraiser up through August 12th. That's an important date because that precedes our annual party, our annual bash where we are looking to raise funds and for the whole rest of the year. And um, I just ask that you consider it, to think about it, doesn't matter the amount, But if you feel compelled by what you've heard or you want to know more, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm sure Billy would be happy to speak to anyone who has questions or maybe even if you want to get involved. Um, There's lots of volunteer. There can be lots of volunteer opportunities throughout the year. So please reach out. Um, Thank you for listening, for for having the consideration and hopefully compassion for your neighbors um, in our Oak Ridge community. And I just want to say thank you. Um, thank you for the opportunity, and and I can't tell you how blessed I've been, how I feel um, being in, involved in this.
2: Wonderful. Ashley and Goldman, thank you. Billy Edmonds, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about the Free Medical Clinic of Oak Ridge. Folks, these are our neighbors. These are people we see in the community every day. As Ashley said, when we, we smile at them at the grocery store, We might see him at the car wash. We might see him at the coffee shop. Um, They're people we know. They're people we see. 14,000 people in a three-county area um, who need this help. And lives are being saved by the Free Medical Clinic of Oak Ridge. So go to the description for this podcast episode. You'll see Ashley's link for the fundraiser. You'll see a link to the Free Medical Clinic of Oak Ridge website. It's FM cor.org um, to find out about the bash on august the 13th and other events that they have coming up but please 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 donate to ashley's fundraiser
0: yeah oh, and orau is a sponsor of the bash and we want to thank them for their generosity That that's just great thank you so much
2: i know speaking on behalf of leadership we are thrilled to be part of the work that you all are doing and um, i look forward to hopefully having you all back in the future to talk about more work of the clinic, some success and, uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you both so much.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thanks. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to further together. The ORAU podcast to learn more about any of the topics discussed by our experts, visit www.orau.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, at O-R-A-U, and on Instagram, at ORAUTogether. If you like Further Together, the O-R-A-U podcast, we would appreciate you giving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews will help more people find the podcast.